This episode is sponsored by me, Andy Hill, the host of this show. If you're looking for someone to support you on your family, wealth, and happiness journey, I'm taking on a select number of coaching clients this year. To work with me one-on-one for your family finances, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more. Looking back five years later, was it worth it to pay off our mortgage early? Absolutely. This show is dedicated to helping you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Welcome to the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast, everybody. This is Andy Hill, and today we're going to do three different things. First, I'm going to be sharing if it was worth it to pay off our mortgage early, now that I'm looking back five years later. And second, we're back with our mortgage-free family segment. This quarter, we'll be featuring military service member Rory Nickham, who paid off his mortgage in North Dakota in his 30s. We'll discuss how he and his wife, Suvana, did this so early and what this means for their future together as a couple. And last but not least, my son Calvin's going to be joining me for another good word with all the not-so-great news out there lately. Calvin and I are going to be sharing some good news. All right, let's jump into today's show. The other day, I was cleaning my office and I came across a gift that my wife, Nicole, made for me. After we paid off our house, she framed the letter we received from our mortgage provider saying that the largest debt we'll ever have in our life was paid in full. I'm actually uh, holding it right now. It says, congratulations, your mortgage has been paid in full and your account has been closed. (sighs) I'm getting literal goosebumps right now while I'm reading that to you guys. Nicole framed the letter for me because she knew how proud I was of this family win, mortgage freedom. And she was probably glad that I would now stop asking her to guess how much mortgage principal was left every single month as well. (laughs) It would go something like this. Hey, Nicole, guess how much is left on the mortgage? And then there'd be like crickets because she was sick of me asking. (laughs) On the front of this framed letter here, it also says the date, November 2017. It's been over five years since we paid off our mortgage. And that got me thinking, was it worth it? Would I do it again? And funny enough, I was contacted by Business Insider to update an article we did years ago about our mortgage payoff recently, and they had a similar question. Andy, was it worth it? Would you do it again? So in today's episode, I'm going to share why I would absolutely pay off our mortgage again and how our lives have improved in the last five years because of it. Number one, financial anxiety has decreased. Oh, looking back on my life after leaving the financial comfort of my parents' home, I realized that I've been worrying about money for almost 20 years. I became a homeowner at 22 years old because I thought it was the financially responsible thing to do. And quickly after that, I realized home ownership is a pain. I could barely afford my mortgage and the costs and the time required to be an effective, good homeowner. It was incredibly draining, especially for a young 20-something. And then when the Great Recession rolled around, this home that I bought was the financially responsible thing to do for $200,000 was now valued at $100,000. 
I owed more on my home than it was worth. Talk about anxiety in your 20s, right? When I had my next shot at home ownership with Nicole, I wanted to reduce the anxiety and amp up the peace and fun. So now that we're mortgage-free in this new home, I can honestly say that I am calmer, I am happier, and I truly enjoy living in this house. Number two, we hit Coast Fire faster. While I wouldn't recommend paying off your mortgage before hitting Coast Fire, it certainly helped us. Since we didn't have to pay our mortgage anymore, we decided to invest heavily for our retirement for a period of time. Today, our retirement account balance is around $550,000. While it's not guaranteed, time and compound interest could take our balance to well over $2 million by the time we retire in our 60s. And this factors in inflation as well. That could provide us with $80,000 per year in income, inflation adjusted. Since our family spends much less than $80,000 per year in our mortgage-free, debt-free life, and we'll still be receiving some sort of Social Security probably, we feel like we've essentially created our own pension. Given that mortgage rates can be historically lower than stock market returns overall, I'd suggest hitting your Coast Fire number first before paying off your mortgage. That is unless you have a pension or another income source like a small business or rental property that you have in retirement. But again, to each their own. I don't think there's a rhyme or reason or a right way to do this. Obviously, we did it backwards and it still worked out. Number three, we maximized family experiences. With no mortgage payment and no real need to continue to invest for our retirement, we found ourselves using a lot more money for fun over the past five years. We vacationed more than we ever had before as a family. We went to Mexico, we went to Florida, we went to California for family vacations, and then couple trips. Me and Nicole, we went to New York, we went to Northern Michigan, we even went hiking out west for the first time. And it felt good to just have money to be able to travel together. Our 14-year-old car finally was on its last legs a couple of years ago. So we upgraded and got a new-to-us SUV, which we love. We love the updated features, and we use it on our family road trips. It's just got these things that we never had with a 14-year-old car. Heated steering wheel, screens in the back for the kids. You can lean back if you're in the backseat. Just like cool, nice stuff. And after you haven't had a newer car in a while, it's like, whoa, this is so much better. <laughs> Number four, we updated our home. Fewer home payments meant more money could go toward making our home feel more comfortable. With every year that passes by now, I feel like I live in a palace, like a luxury hotel. Now, it definitely helps when you're married to a professional organizer and a home designer. <laughs> that, that is what I have with Nicole. It's fantastic. We updated our mudroom. It got a full makeover with designated locker areas for every member of our family. This definitely helps a lot when you've got kids with piles of school gear and soccer gear and winter gear in Michigan. And we also knocked down a wall in our kitchen to create this cool bar where our kids can sit and have their breakfast every morning. So when somebody's cooking, you can look straight across the bar at your family while you're cooking. It's just great. It was an open floor plan before in our kitchen and now it's even extra open. <laughs> and then the front and backyard have been updated as well with new trees, new bushes and plants. Again, this was expertly curated by my wife. 
We also set aside money in separate savings buckets through Ally to ensure all of our household emergencies could be taken care of if they come up. There's a bucket for appliances if our washer-dryer break or our refrigerator break. We even have home insurance deductibles set aside for if we actually need to use our homeowner's insurance. And then we've even got a buffer of cash just in case we forget anything because homeownership, it can be expensive and we wanted to be prepared. Number five, we can afford to work part-time now. When we eliminated the largest debt and monthly payment from our lives forever we had a lot more money available to us. Now, for a while, we amped up our investing in our lifestyle with stuff and experiences like we talked about. But then we thought, since we have so much money left over each month, what if we just worked fewer hours and got more of our time back? And that's exactly what we did. Five years ago, I was working full-time as a sales director in corporate event marketing. And today, I work part-time as a small business owner, family finance coach. My wife is also working part-time now as an esthetician. She went back to school for the last year and got her certification. And now she's working in a completely different industry that she really, really loves. So right now we're both working around 25 to 30 hours per week. And it feels great. Working fewer hours means we have less money coming in. But without our monthly mortgage payment, we can afford to make this lifestyle change. It offers us more time with our kids, more time to take care of our health, and more time to dedicate to relaxation and maybe potentially future hobbies, right? <laughs> so looking back five years later, was it worth it to pay off our mortgage early? Absolutely. I would do it again in a heartbeat. Knowing the importance of creating an income source in retirement, I probably would have emphasized hitting Coast Fire first. But that being said, since we were both investing for retirement and paying off our mortgage over time, it all worked out in the end. With those two milestone goals behind us, we're focused on building generational wealth for our kids now. That way, we can help them become mortgage-free millionaires as well. Well, enough from my side, everyone. I want to hear from you. What do you think about paying off your mortgage early? Now, just to let you know, I've heard so many opinions on this one, so don't worry about sharing your true feelings with me because <laughs> a lot of people do, especially on the internet. You get that keyboard courage. Let's think about if you were to pay off your mortgage, what would you do with that extra money if you didn't have to make it every month? If it's $1,000, it's $1,500, $2,000. Think about how that could change your situation. What would you do with that? Please let me know by sharing this episode on social media and tagging me at Marriage Kids and Money on Instagram or Facebook or at Andy Hill MKM on LinkedIn. Let's keep the conversation going, everybody. Are you looking for someone to walk alongside you on your journey to family financial independence? Well, I would love to help you achieve your goals and help your family thrive. I work with couples, individuals, and families all around the U.S. via video chat and can assist in the following areas. Becoming debt-free, growing your net worth, crafting and sticking to your budget, reviewing Coast Fire plans, developing strategies to build generational wealth for your kids, and designing your future work-optional lifestyle. Doesn't that sound nice? <laughs> if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, -on -one, you can book a time with me by visiting marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching. I would love to help you strengthen your family tree 
and live financially free. Visit marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more, or you can click the link in our show description. If you're looking to improve your financial situation, it helps when you're able to cut out unnecessary costs. Cell phone services are a necessity for sure, but we don't need to be overpaying for them, right? That's why I like Tello Mobile, a phone service worth talking about. We've been fully on board as a family with Tello for over two years now, and we are so happy that we made the switch. For us, the reception and data service is better than Verizon, and our costs were nearly cut in half. Tello runs on the T-Mobile network and it's wowing new customers like us with their rock bottom prices and stellar service. With over 10,000 reviews, Tello is rated as excellent on Trustpilot, and this is quite rare in the wireless world. Nicole and I went for the unlimited data, minutes, and texting plan for only 25 bucks per month each. Isn't that crazy? You heard that right. $25 is their most expensive plan, actually. And Tello is running a special offer for MKM listeners right now. Check out Tello today at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. That's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello and use the code MKM20 to get 20% off on your first month of service for any Tello plan above that $10 per month mark. Again, use MKM20 to get 20% off at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello, and you'll be supporting this show. Hurry up. The code is valid until April 19th, 2024. Marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. How would you like to own your home outright? What would it feel like to never make a mortgage payment ever again? Well, on our mortgage-free segment today, we're going to interview Rory Nickham from North Dakota. Recently, Rory and his wife, Suvana, became mortgage-free. Today, we're going to learn how they accomplished this family financial goal and what they're doing with their money now. Welcome to the show, Rory. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for being here, man. Just for everybody's clarification, where are you currently in the world? Uh, Kunsan, South Korea, the Air Force. Oh, that's incredible. Again, thank you so much for your service. I know we chatted before the call, but we appreciate everything you're doing and thanks for being out there. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, let's start off with the Mortgage Free 3. This is some quick, short answers that help people understand what you've done with this mortgage payoff plan. So what was your starting mortgage principal balance when you started? $125,000. $125,000. Okay. And then how long did it take you to pay off $125,000? Seven years and five months. That's incredible. That's incredible. You guys were really chunking away at it each year for those seven years. Very cool. And then what is your home value today? I think it's $139,000. That's incredible. So you own a home in North Dakota, $139,000. You own it outright. Yes, sir. That is incredible. Very cool. Very cool. Well, talk to us about your motivation. Why did you want to become mortgage-free in the first place? I didn't like having to pay every month and being a slave to a bank. Didn't seem right to me. Making those payments each month just felt like a drag. And then obviously you probably want to use your money for other things, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. What type of loan did you have when you got the mortgage originally, just so people understand your story? It was a 30-year fix at 3.875. And to me, 30 years didn't seem right. 30 years, that's a long time. Absolutely, absolutely. So when you bought the house and it was um, $125,000 principal, how much did you put down to get the home? 
five percent, six thousand two hundred fifty dollars. Are there mortgage privileges to people who are in military service? Did you utilize one of those types of loans? I, I have in the past, but I did not on this house, sir. Okay, got it. You're speaking about a VA loan. I did not use that on this house. Got it. Got it. So let's talk about how you paid it off in seven years because people are listening right now and they're saying, well, I would like to be mortgage free and not dealing with a mortgage for 30 years of my life. So talk about the steps that you took to pay down the mortgage as fast as you guys did. My wife and I made one and one half payments every month. So it was like $1,000. So we made $1,500 every month. I sold a 73 GTO and I sold a 70 Buick Riviera and put all that money towards the principal. Excellent. So you guys made extra payments each month, one and a half times the payment. Sometimes when people do this, I've heard that the mortgage company will just throw it towards a future payment and not towards the principal. Did you guys experience anything like that or was it a smooth process with your mortgage company? A smooth process. I had to make one phone call in the very beginning tell them everything extra goes towards principal. That call helped quite a bit probably just because I think sometimes to their advantage, they probably want to put it towards future payments instead of helping you guys pay off the loan. Talk to us about these cars. These were cars that you probably loved, it sounds like. Was that tough to sell those to pay off the house? Talk to us about that. I'm the, the son, grandson, great-grandson of GM car dealers. I've been around Pontiac GTOs all my life. I'd never seen a 73 GTO before, so I bought it. My dad, of course, sold it. The 70 Riviera, big, big cars. He sold that one for me, too. But I made money and paid the house off, so emotionally, you were able to let him go, even though you were part of this legacy of of automotive guys. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Well, that's cool. Anything else did you guys do to modify your budget or your spending? Because paying an extra half payment each month, that could be difficult for people. Did you guys do things to decrease your expenses so you would be able to afford that? We refinanced in 2020 and we bought the house in 2015 went from a 30-year to a 10-year, so the payment went up significantly. But mind you, it went away a lot faster, the, the compounding effect of the monthly payments. That's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah, so that added to it quite a bit. So can you talk to us about your general income range during that time? Because those extra amounts of payments, people are understanding, okay, well, how much do they make as a family? I'm a fixed income military, and my wife's a chef on the base. So she gets paid every week. I get paid in the 1st and 15th. So I would take versus one of her whole payments on top of the regular monthly payment at the one and a half payments together, even after we refinanced. And after we refinanced, it went away much quicker by design. That's incredible. That's incredible. So how are things different for you guys right now, now that you don't have a mortgage? What does that mean for you and Suvana? Uh, we're dumping the house payment almost $2,000 a month into the stock market. Edward D. Jones, Edward Jones, either way, same place. So you guys are investing more for retirement. What are you investing for? Retirement, sir. Awesome. That's great. So this is going to help accelerate those goals you guys have to have a comfortable retirement. Now, being in the military, do you also have the opportunity for a pension after years of service? Yes, yes. So how are you balancing that with your retirement savings too? Is this just going to be gravy on top of the on top of the meal gravy, uh, with, with more? Gravy. Gravy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's great, man. Yeah, talk about a comfortable retirement. And and based on your service, <laughs> when would you be eligible for retirement? Based on how long you've been in the service already? Almost at fourteen, oh, six and a half more years. So we're almost home. Wow. So what age will you be in six and a half years? Forty-five, sir. 
So you'll be able to retire at 45 with a pension and then more gravy on top of that. The house is paid for, too. That is incredible. <laughs> wow. What a good what a good way to be, man. That is incredible. So did you guys do anything to celebrate or is it just like another regular day? <laughs> we just paid it off in December. This is February 2nd here. It might be February 1st where you are. I, I rotate home in September. We'll, we'll party then, so... That's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. So when you get back in the States, enjoy it and then uh, celebrate <laughs> well, even more. That's incredible. So there's people listening right now. They're motivated by your story of principal discipline of paying this off every month for a good period of time to get this to be mortgage free. Now, some folks are excited about that and they think, well, you know, you paid off a 3% mortgage. What couldn't you have just made more money in the stock market instead? What would you say to those people? I was actually doing both. So I agree with you on that stock market and both. So I was putting $1,200 a month in the stock market on top of the, the mortgage payment. I love that answer of both because it's true. You can do both. You find the discipline. You find buckets in your budget to make those contributions, both to paying off the mortgage and having a really nice, comfortable retirement on top of a pension. Congratulations for all the things you've done, Rory. I'm so happy <laughs> to talk you. to you. Thank now, if somebody you. wants to pay off their home and be free and clear in the future, what do you think one step they could take following this interview to move them towards that mortgage-free life? Try to make an extra payment a month. You make one extra payment a year, 13 mortgage payments a year, and it shaves up eight years of a 30-year mortgage. Take your mortgage payment, divide it by 12, and you can't make the one big one. So in theory, you make 13 after overall. Put it on autopilot and make it happen. That's incredible. Well, Rory, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you sharing your story, and I'm excited to share it with everybody. Uh, thank you. As a quick reminder, this show is for entertainment purposes only, my friends. Be sure to seek out a professional for your specific financial situation. Before we go for the day, I'd like to ask you to do me a quick favor. Please share your favorite Marriage, Kids, and Money episode on social media and tag your friend Andy at Marriage, Kids, and Money on Instagram and Facebook or at Andy Hill MKM on LinkedIn to encourage you to share your favorite episode we're giving away stuff. We're going to give away some MKM merch, Carpe DMT shirts, MKM mugs, Be The Change hoodies, all stuff that, uh, you know, things that we like to talk about on the show. You can wear it and then, and then you know, you can promote the positive work we're doing and share good news about the show. And, and speaking of good news, we're highlighting some great story that just recently happened and I think Calvin's going to love it and Calvin's going to help me read it. It's actually from the Good News Network and it's entitled... Michael Jordan donates $10 million to Make-A-Wish Foundation for his 60th birthday. BT dubs, I'm right here. Yes, Calvin's here, by the way. So, Calvin, are you ready to read this, man? Welcome back to the show first. How you doing, man? Good. Good, good. What's new in your life? What's the craziest thing that's happening in your life right now? I don't know. You don't know? How's school going? I mean, you can be honest with me. Mm, it sucks. It sucks, yeah. If you have to pick, like, one good thing about school, what is it? Lunch and recess. Lunch and recess. How about your teacher? She's pretty cool, right? Yeah. All right. All right. Shout out to Mrs. Hinkleman. All right. Let's read this story. Ready? Here we go. The NBA legend and Charlotte Hornets owner, Michael Jordan, his donation is the largest ever received from an individual in the 43-year history of Make-A-Wish Foundation. This is an organization that creates life-changing wishes for children with critical illnesses. Jordan's hope is that 
More wishes can be granted with his contribution. Today, he's one of the top requested wish granters since becoming involved in 1989. For the past 34 years, it's been an honor to partner with Make-A-Wish and help bring a smile and happiness to so many kids, Jordan said in a news release. Witnessing their strength and resilience during such a tough time in their lives has truly been an inspiration. That's so cool. Michael Jordan, huh? $10 million to help kids as they are having very, very difficult health news. So what do you think about Michael Jordan giving away this money to kids as their final wish? Do you know what that means to have a final wish? The last thing you want to do or something? Their last thing because they're they're very sick and they're probably going to be dying. Oh. So they do this beautiful thing where they say, if you had any wish, any wish in the world, what would it be? And a lot of the kids are like, I want to meet Michael Jordan. <laughs> so he comes and says hi to him and maybe plays basketball with them or does something really nice. And But they're sick. They're on their deathbed or they're, they're feeling very, very sick. And so he comes and, be, and and spends time with them in their last moments, in their last year, their last couple months of their lives. Isn't Dang. that nice? Isn't that rough? Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think about Michael Jordan giving money to this organization that does that? He's awesome. I want to buy some Jordans soon. <laughs> you do. You want to buy some Jordans. So, I mean, when a lot of people call Michael Jordan a hero, do you think he's a hero for what he's doing? Yes. Yeah? Why do you think he's a hero? Because he plays stuff with them when they're at their last months mm -hmm. of their lives. Yeah. And they might go to all black or something all like black, that. All black, mean when they die, yeah. Yeah. It's very sad. No one knows except the people who died know what is after you die in the world. Yeah, it's no very true. No one knows what's outside of the world, that's of true. the universe. That is very true. We don't know. We've had some people die in our lives recently over the past few years, and it's a big time for us to think about that, right? We love our people that have, we've been thinking about Grandma Hana. We love her very much. We hope she's in a beautiful place right now, spending time with people she loves, and we love her. So you talked about buying some Jordans, right? Yeah. Do you think that wearing those shoes when you buy them will be even cooler now that you know that Michael Jordan has such a big heart for generosity like you do? Yeah. Yeah. Do you like generosity, buddy? You like giving money and helping people? Yeah. Yeah. What makes you want to be generous? I don't know. I just want to because it's really nice. Yeah. You like watching those YouTubers that give away money and prizes? Yeah. One time... My favorite YouTubers, the Stokes Twins. Mm -hmm. And if you guys are watching this, I watched this video. They gave away $10,000 to a homeless person. Oh, that's very nice. That's very cool. There's something going on with YouTube videos and some Instagram videos with these young 20-somethings or teens where there's this movement of generosity, and I think it is beautiful. And I love that Calvin is into these videos and watching people just give their time and money to help people who are less fortunate than him. That's really cool because I don't think I had those types of examples when I was watching TV or movies when I was growing up. So I think that's really nice that you are watching those videos, buddy. Well, I appreciate you doing this and reading this good story about Michael Jordan. He's a he's a hero doing really cool things for for kids who uh, who need him in their in their final days and their final months. So, I think based on this, we should do two things. 
buy those Air Jordans, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe we donate some of our money from our give funds to make a wish, just like Michael Jordan. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Awesome. All right, well, let's read the shout-out of the month, okay? We got four shout-outs, Calvin, since the last time we did this. So if you could ask our electronic friend to pick a number between one and four, that would be great. Alexa, pick a number between one and four. Here's a number between one and four. It's two. Okay, well, our second shout-out comes from cfitz719, which is an awesome little screen name. That person shared an episode that featured Celeste Headley, who is the author of Do Nothing, and she is talking about that doing nothing might just be the cure for overworked parents. It's a really great episode, a really great book that I read last year, and I was so happy to have Celeste on the show. Calvin, can you read what uh, cfitz wrote uh, as far as her response there? Exploding head emoji. Yeah, it's just an exploding head emoji, which is a great way to succinctly write a review of our show. So it evidently exploded his or her head in a good way. So thank you very much, C. Fitz, for that shout out and sharing the episode. We want to send you an awesome piece of Marriage, Kids, and Money merchandise. So I'm going to be DMing you on Instagram with my thanks. You can look at t-shirts, sweatshirts, coffee mugs, whatever. That can help you either stay warm and stay cool in the wintertime. And hopefully you can continue supporting the show. And if you guys want to check out our store, you can go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash store. Check out the merch we've got. And if you want to maybe have Calvin pick your name next time, just share your favorite episode. Any of the episodes we put out there, you share it on social media at Marriage Kids and Money on Instagram or Facebook or at Andy Hill MKM on LinkedIn. And you might just have a chance for Calvin and I to read your name. And as we go through some good word and good I news. I swear, if there's Alan or Alex or Kat or any Stokes twins, peeps, or Sean or Tanner, I'm going to pick them. Yeah, absolutely. If you guys want to shout out the show, we'll shout them out too because they're awesome. Stokes twins, that's your new favorite. You used to like Mr. Beast though, right? He's he's pretty popular still. Yeah, I, I like them the same. You like them the same. Awesome. Well, I love this generosity out there. Keep it up, everybody. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, my son Calvin is going to end the show with a quote today from Chris Rock. Wealth is not about having a lot of money. It's about having a lot of options. Very cool. Here's to creating more options in your life, my friends. Carpe diem!